0: hello and welcome back to shamelessly unapologetic it is season two guys oh my goodness i needed that break so badly so for those who are listening to this podcast hi welcome my name is alana and i'm the host of this podcast shamelessly unapologetic and we basically had a month and a half hiatus And now we are back with season two. So it's pretty common in the podcast world to typically end your seasons around the holiday time and then start a new season of a podcast within like early February. I ended up choosing late February just because I still needed a little bit more time to get my shit together. So for me, it was much needed. So over this past month and a half, I was able to take a break, focus on other things like my YouTube channel and my job. I was dating a little bit for the time and we'll talk all about this within this episode and catch you up on what you've missed for the past month and a half. But. For now we are back and i'm so excited i felt like this break was absolutely much needed it allowed me to really clear my head and really figure out a little bit more about the direction of my podcast and more of what i wanted to do for each week and just trying to put more effort into it because i knew that during parts of 2021 i got very burnt out from podcasting on top of my youtube channel and just working a full-time job. And there was once a point where I had OnlyFans, and then I burned out of that and just completely stopped that. So I was taking on a lot of projects. And it wasn't until maybe like October of 2021 where the podcast started to overwhelm me. And I felt like that the quality of my podcast was not where it could be. And I was putting more of my focus into my YouTube channel, And then getting settled within my new job and adjusting to that. And yeah, that's basically kind of what was going on with me. So now that I've taken this break to recharge and rethink and do some planning, we're back. And it feels good to be back because I really did miss podcasting. I really like podcasting a lot. And even though there were points where I felt very frustrated about podcasting and Feeling like my podcast wasn't good enough. And seeing people give my podcast negative reviews. Well, it was more like giving me a bunch of one stars. People don't actually like to leave reviews except for one person. So I appreciate that person who did leave a really nice review. And it discouraged me a little bit. Because it made me wonder like, am I just not a good podcaster? Or are these people just being petty with their one star reviews? I like to think that they're just being petty and they had nothing really valuable to offer for me in order to improve because I'm always open for new ideas and being able to improve my podcast and make it better than I can possibly make it. So with that being said, one thing that I wanted to talk about with this upcoming season, so I'm currently in the works of emailing more podcast guests, I've already gotten one already taken care of, which I'm really excited about. I have another one this week, and then I have one next week, and then I'm gonna need to email more people and do some follow ups just to keep that consistency going. So, with the way that I wanna do my podcast from now on, is to do a solo episode one week and then Uh, an interview the following week and then just go back and forth with that so it would be like every other week would be a solo episode and then every other week would be an interview or a guest that way it's a nice balance of just solo episodes and guest episodes because there was definitely a point in 2021 where I just stopped having guests and I think my last guest that I had was back in July And that just feels a little bit unacceptable. So I want to make sure that it's not going to happen for this season and throughout the rest of the term where I will be making episodes of this podcast. I want to be more consistent with it. I want to take my podcast a little bit more seriously. And I want to make sure that I can manage it better. So one exciting thing about this podcast is that it's going through a small rebranding in terms of like my podcast Instagram. I don't know if you're following the podcast Instagram, but shamelessly unapologetics podcast Instagram is a little bit pitiful right now. And I know that it does not look its best and that it's just this repetitive grid of the same picture. And that had to do with me burning out and me kind of not caring and taking it seriously. Well, okay, that's a lie. It's not to say that I didn't care or wasn't taking it seriously. It's just that I just didn't have enough bandwidth to post five days a week on my Instagram. And I just didn't have the bandwidth anymore to make graphics all the time. And I was getting very tired. So I thought, at least let me just m- make a post whenever a new episode came out. And. I just knew going into a new season of this podcast, that was going to be absolutely unacceptable. So one thing that's kind of cool to share with you guys is that I actually hired a graphic designer. And she is working with me to get some cool story templates out. And she is going to be helping me just revamp the Instagram account. So over the next few weeks, you'll see the graphics just looking better. One other thing that I'm going to be doing on at least Fridays is having reels up there because I never really experimented with reels on my podcast Instagram and I really want to kick myself for not doing that earlier because reels get tons of views and it's also like a great way to bring more traction and maybe hopefully more people can discover the podcast and can connect with whatever episodes I talk about on the Instagram or within that reel. So that's kind of like something that I'm going to be doing for this season and I'm really excited to see how the Instagram is going to pan out and what that grade is going to look like. So it is going to take a couple of weeks for it to get set up just because uh, making graphics takes time for my designer so I need to give my designer enough time to basically go ahead and create that. So I have an idea of what I'm going to do for the first few weeks where I'll pretty much kind of be on my own. But as I'm waiting for the whole package to come in, it's going to just be epic and it's going to just be more on brand to what my message is. Just because I felt like the pinks and the teals and the whites that I had going on for last season really just didn't match with my brand. Like when you think of shamelessly unapologetic You're thinking of things that are going to be bold and out there. And my Instagram account just simply was not that. So clearly that's going to be changing. So yay for hiring some assistance with that. And working with somebody and outsourcing that. I definitely do recommend if you realize you need help. It is totally okay to ask for help. And I'm now in a better place where I can afford to hire somebody to help me out with that. And... Another thing that my graphic designer taught me is that I can use Instagram scheduling tools, which I never even thought of doing in the first place, to schedule out those posts so I'm not feeling so constricted to post all the time or forgetting to post something or feeling too overwhelmed when I have some software that just does it for me. And that way I can keep up with it. I would just have to go back and just engage with people who engage with the account and And just make it more interactive. So that's something really exciting that I'm looking to implement over the next few weeks or month for the podcast. And I think it's going to be really good. So wanted to share that little update about just the format that I'm going to be going with for the podcast and then the Instagram account. Another thing that I'm going to plan on doing when I have guests is I'm going to be asking them the same question that I'll ask every guest, but basically I want to ask all my guests, what are they most unapologetic about? I want to hear it from them because obviously I'll be interviewing them on something that they are pretty much unapologetic about, but I want to hear their own perspective of what they think makes them unapologetic as opposed to like why I'm bringing them on the podcast, if that makes sense. So That's going to be really exciting just to kind of make it a little bit more engaging and fun for my guests aside from just asking them questions and just having conversation with them. So yeah, those are all the big exciting announcements and changes that I'm going to be going with moving forward for season two. So I can't wait. It's going to be such a good time. Let's kind of talk about the past month and a half and where I've been and what I've been up to because I'm sure you're probably dying to know because I got a couple of emails of people saying they can't wait for the podcast to start back up again so thank you so much for your patience so back in December I started dating somebody and that lasted for about a month and it didn't work out but What I will say is that the person treated me very well. And it's really funny how we ended up meeting each other. It was done through a LinkedIn. Of all places, LinkedIn is not a dating app, people. Please, 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 please please do not treat it as a dating app. It was a very organic situation on what happened. Basically, somebody who has the same job as me and lives in Portland had reached out to me about a opportunity within a nonprofit that's remote and he volunteers with it and he thought it would be something that I would be interested in based off the things that I post on my LinkedIn account and I said sure I'd be down to meet up um, and hear more about it so we got coffee over it and I thought to myself you know like this is harmless like clearly like his intentions are good like he just simply just is using this as like a networking and business opportunity to talk to me about some sort of nonprofit. I also thought it'd be a great opportunity just to like meet somebody else who has the same job as me and just have other company in Portland because tech is just not as prevalent in Portland as it is in the Bay Area or maybe Seattle. So, it was going to be really refreshing. So, we had a really good conversation and I mean, I obviously I learned more about the nonprofit and his involvement with it. And I just noticed like Okay, well, aside from this nonprofit, gotta admit, like, this man is very good looking, and we were hitting him off very well. We talked about, like, our jobs, we talked about Portland, other things that we have done in our lives. We even talked a little bit about dating. And of course, like, when the dating part came up, I had mentioned that I am looking for a serious relationship and that I had been single for around 10 and a half years and that I'm very much ready to find a boyfriend that could potentially turn into my husband later on in life. So he heard that. So keep in mind, the first day that I met him, he already knew what I was looking for, even though him and I were never trying to date in the first place. But after that meeting, him and I basically would text every single day and we eventually just made it maybe like three or four days in after texting each other that we were attracted to one another And then I got COVID. So that was fun. I was really pissed that I got COVID, not because I couldn't see him for like a whole 10 days, but I was supposed to get surgery and my surgery got rescheduled. So it's actually coming up um, this Friday. So I actually will be talking about the surgery next week. So get excited about that. You're not going to want to miss that episode. I promise you. Promise, promise, promise. It's going to be a really good episode. And then after next week's episode is when I will have guests. So I have my first guest planned for, I believe, March 9th. So it's either March 9th or March 8th. I think it's March 9th, if I'm thinking correctly. So that is when guests will start. So the first two episodes of the season will be solo episodes. But back to the point of me having COVID. That really sucked. I was pissed that... I had to reschedule my surgery and I still couldn't see the guy that I was talking to, and it was getting really lonely. And I had a really bad cough. And so, basically, with COVID, it felt like I had a cold. And I definitely had a really bad cough, but I, I truly didn't think it was COVID. Like, I thought it was just a cold. And then when I got tested for it, it came back positive. And so, I had to basically quarantine for 10 days. And then, of course, a few days after i recovered is when they changed it to five days which is my opinion kind of stupid but it is what it is and so once my 10 days was up him and i went to go see the nutcracker finally and we had a really great time and i thought that was a really nice date i guess it was our first date but it could have been our second date even though the first time we met up wasn't really a date but you know whatever it was the second time that i was seeing him but with the romantic purpose right So yeah that was a really lovely time to watch a great ballet and then we went back to my place and we ended up hooking up and we ordered takeout and we watched Don't Look Up on Netflix which is a really great movie if you haven't seen it yet you need to do it and yeah and then he spent the night and so Basically, we went out for pretty much a month and then it ended around like the end of January when he had texted me saying that he wasn't in the right place to date. And I knew that he was struggling with depression and that was fine because I have my own mental health issues that I have to work through. But I don't let it impact how I date. But then again, everyone is different. Like I'm just one person. And so he didn't text me back the night before he sent me this text because i had asked him a question i asked him if he had any board games because i thought maybe one weekend him and i could play board games we could have a board game night i thought that would be really fun so he didn't text me back and i thought that was a little weird but he did get back to me in the next morning and he told me so i've kind of been in thinking mode and i'm so sorry i didn't get back to you last night but i just realized like i'm not in the right place to date and hopefully after i get back from my trip I will be in a better headspace, but I want to give you um, a heads up and let you know that you shouldn't have any expectations of what I can't give to you right now. And so I was really frustrated with hearing that or seeing that, I should say, because it was a text message, because I straight up told him from day one what I was looking for. And even though originally like him and I weren't even trying to date, that information still would have applied to him. I called him out on it. I told him I was a little frustrated and that this felt really unfair but I still respected his decision and I said well you know here's the thing you can text me and reach back out if you are in a better mindset like the door is open but just know like I'm gonna continue living my life and i like I'm not gonna wait around for you and he told me you know you're absolutely right you did tell me this and I apologize for this. I ended up pushing myself like I truly thought I was ready and I realized I wasn't and I said I understand if you have some doubts but in the future I truly advise you to not do this to the next person that you potentially go out with and then again I mentioned you know as I said the doors open but again I'm not gonna wait up for you I still haven't heard from him since that I mean he actually did like one of my posts on LinkedIn recently and I was just kind of scratching my head because I was just confused. I honestly thought that he wouldn't even be looking at my LinkedIn profile anymore or even still be connected with me. I mean, I'm not going to disconnect with him, but I don't know. It just it just confused me because I'm just like, sir, what are you trying to do here? It was just weird. It, it really caught me off guard. I did like the guy. I definitely had a really good connection with him. Um, he was a lot older than me. 10 years older than me. I've never dated somebody that much older than me but it definitely made me more open to going out with men who are in their early 40s. I say I probably wouldn't go past 42 years old as I'm 30 but I definitely am going to be a little bit more open-minded and expand my age range just a little bit. Why not? Because I did have a positive experience dating somebody that much older than me and so yeah, actually you know what? He wasn't even ten years older than me. He was eleven years older than me. Oh my gosh. Now that I'm just thinking about it. But still, it's a it's quite a bit of an age gap. So I'm not opposed to it. As long as like you have a really good connection with somebody, age truly doesn't matter. I used to think it did. Well, I think it can matter to some capacity. Like honestly, I would never date somebody who's fifty or like maybe forty-six and up. I think that would be a little bit too much for me. But I do believe like if a connection is there and you're physically attracted to the person and you have a lot of things in common, who fucking cares, right? So yeah, I mean I went for it and honestly I have zero regrets about that. So basically December was just dating that guy and dealing with COVID and then recovering from COVID. I spent New Year's Eve alone. Him and I actually did have plans, but He ended up not feeling well that night, so we couldn't hang out, which was a bummer. But he did call me, and that was really nice. And there goes my cat, Elsa, is ready to be part of the podcast again. She always loves to meow when I record, and there's just no way of stopping it. So for the rest of January, I had a pretty hard time dealing with my mental health, and so... One thing that I was really struggling with a lot was my diet and my nutrition and I was starting to get an increase with Vivance. so I recently started Vivance, I think actually back in December and each month my doctor has been increasing it so I'm currently on 50 now and I think I honestly want to drop back down to 40 because I think 50 is maybe just a little bit too much for me and I'm not really sleeping well at night and I'm getting a lot of headaches. Anyway back to my mental health in January. It was bad. I think my ADHD and my motivation was really bothering me a ton and I didn't go to the gym at all. I think I actually went to the gym once in the month of January and maybe I did like one or two cardio sessions and that was it. I really just had no motivation or energy to want to pick up a dumbbell or to use a cable tower, or to use a squat rack of any sort. I just, I couldn't do it. I just knew that I had to step away from the gym. And so I had to text my coach and let her know, like, I really need a break. I really want to just eat intuitively for right now, because my medications are suppressing my appetite, because Vivance is very notorious for doing that. A lot of ADHD medications or any stimulant that you take can decrease your appetite. And so I was experiencing that and it was hard for me to meet my macros and to get a lot of protein in. And I'm still kind of struggling with that right now. So I'm still going to therapy. I meet with my therapist once a month. It's funny. I actually had therapy today and I had a really good conversation with her. Um, and she sent me a really great resource for helping me with like my nutrition. And then I also am contemplating working with a registered dietitian, probably the beginning of April, because this person that I follow on Instagram is an R&D and she specializes in ADHD nutrition. And I think she would be a really valuable resource for me to help me become better with eating and develop a better relationship with food. And for me to go back to tracking macros and to get back in the gym because I do miss working with my coach. And I really would like to step on stage one more time in 2023. So 2022, I will be taking off from competing again. I took 2021 off and I'm planning on taking this year off. I'm just not in the right headspace to do it yet. And I think it's so important to have that self-awareness that if you are truly not ready to do something or you're no longer ready for something, don't do it. Don't pursue it further because you're not going to be happy with it. You're going to be exhausted. You're going to be burnt out and you're going to be miserable. And I don't want that for myself. I hate being miserable. I hate being burnt out. It is one of the most draining feelings To just put your whole body and mind through. And I don't want to keep doing that. So I'm glad that I at least have the self-awareness to recognize that I'm not in the right headspace to compete. And that's okay. I'm enjoying living my life right now. Being able to just eat whatever I want. Not worry about my... Diet right now. And of course, like, I mean, I'm not saying like I'm just going to eat junk 24 7. No, like, obviously, I still am going to be mindful of the choices that I make, but I get to be more intuitive and not basically give my limit of how many calories or macros I should be eating a day and trying to pull out my phone and tracking that. I probably will, will get back to that in April. And I told my coach I probably need until April to get my shit together. And so basically I want to get back into the gym once my doctor gives me the clear that I'm okay to go back into surgery because I know my recovery process will probably prevent me from doing like any kind of strenuous activity. So that's a question that I will ask them this week when it comes to like going to the gym and lifting weights and doing intense cardio. So I'm thinking probably like end of March is when I will be ready to kind of Go back to the gym. So that kind of gives you an update with like the whole bikini stuff again. Because I know people will always ask me about that. And people have asked me about like just my workout schedule and diet stuff. And that's basically the answer that I have right now. I am just not focusing on it at the moment. And I do believe like it's important to take breaks from the gym. And I do miss working out. But I want to be able to go to the gym when I'm in a good headspace. Because if I'm not in the right headspace, I'm not going to be happy lifting weights. And all I'm going to think about is when can I go back upstairs to my apartment and lay in my bed or get in the shower. And those are not healthy thoughts to have. When I go to the gym, I want to be like, I'm so excited to be here. I'm going to take my time and then I'm going to go in the sauna and decompress for 10 minutes and sweat some toxins out. Or, and get out like any kind of like water retention that maybe I didn't sweat out during my workout. And then I'll go upstairs and take a shower and then wind down for the night. That is the mindset that I want to have when I go to the gym. But lately, it's been, I don't want to fucking be here. I want to do like one to three sets and be done. <laughs> and that's just not going to give me progress. Like, I'm not going to be able to transform my body or. At least even maintain my physique just by having that mindset so I just knew like okay it's best to step away and then once I'm in that right headspace then I'm gonna crush it again and kind of get my life back on track so please don't ever feel bad if going to the gym has been burning you out because fitness burnout is totally a real thing and I definitely encourage the breaks when needed and find other ways to maybe move your body whether it's going for a walk or a hike because those are are some ways that I make up for the difference of not lifting weights right now I do try to move my body or maybe walk to other places instead of taking the streetcar when I'm in Portland and when I was in San Francisco two weeks ago which I'll talk about in a little bit I was on my feet a lot doing a lot of walking so I got a lot of steps and so at least I'm like moving my body which is a plus. So that kind of basically summarizes the month of January in terms of working out and then in terms of like my job oh my god I swear mercury and retrograde did me dirty with work. Oh my goodness. So I extended five candidate offers and only two accepted. And that was such a downer. I would have loved to have made five hires within the month of January. That would have been like the most hires I would have made um, in any month out of my whole entire recruiting career. And I've been a recruiter for three years now. So that was definitely making me very sad. I totally blame this all on Mercury and Retrograde for not... Allowing me to get five candidate hires for that month. But I mean, at least I got two. So two is better than nothing, right? And so work's been very stressful. Q1 is typically like one of the hardest quarters in any year, especially when it comes to hiring, because the budget comes out for all the new roles that. The company wants to hire for, and with me working at an aggressively growing startup, the pressure is really on. And January really kicked my ass. February hasn't really been any better. I mean, my last three weeks, my calendar's looked p- pretty ugly and very full. And I definitely don't have any room for the rest of my week to fill another candidate. They have to basically schedule with me for next week if they want to talk to me on um, a video call and learn more about my company and for them to share a little bit more about their background with me so yeah hiring has been difficult it's definitely a difficult time to be a recruiter right now in general especially in the tech field because the market is so hot right now if you are potentially looking for a tech job this is the perfect time to do it because I can guarantee you that you may get a ton of interviews and you probably won't be on the market for like more than two weeks because offers are just being flown out from companies companies are starting to realize that they need to move fast they need to have a shorter interview process they need to pay higher and those are a lot of challenges that we're finding in recruiting especially when recruiters are trying to give feedback about what the market is like and you're getting a lot of pushback and it's something that you just simply don't really have a lot of control over. So that's kind of what been work's been like. But I mean, I love my team a lot. I mean, the people that I work with are really awesome. And I like that we really get along. And obviously, I love what my company does. And that's really important to me. And I feel like I do very well on Canada Calls when it comes to talking about my company. Because it's something that excites me. I use their product and it allows me to share a lot more information in depth to candidates, which is a good thing. And I believe as a recruiter, you should be passionate about the industry that your company is in because it's a really great way for you to sell the company to candidates. So that's my philosophy, especially if you're ever thinking about becoming a recruiter, is to apply to jobs with industries Of companies that really excite you or apply to companies of a product that you use or believe in I know some candidates don't always have that privilege but if you already have a job then I say be picky it definitely is different when you are unemployed and you really need work but I was unemployed and I still was picky it was very hard And I did manage to get through it. But again, I understand if not everyone's in the same boat as me. But I can only try so hard to convince people of trying to be just a little bit more mindful when they apply to jobs and to actually apply to companies that really do excite them. Because I can guarantee you, you'll be asked, why do you want to work there? And you just saying you read the job description is not going to be a good enough answer. So friendly job search tip from a fellow recruiter here. Anyway, so month of February so basically this month let's see what hap- what's happened this month okay so yeah I went to San Francisco so I went to San Francisco about two weeks ago and I had the best time when I was there I got to see all of the friends that I wanted to see I managed to get four videos filmed when I was there and it's crazy because I still was working when I was there because my job is completely remote I still worked during the day when I was there and basically once I was off work, I would close my laptop and head out into the city and film and also see my friends and basically I had to like make my friends go to the places that I would mention in my videos but it didn't matter because me filming at those places only took maybe about no more than five minutes and then I was able to enjoy the rest of my time. Spending time with my friends, catching up, having laughs, sharing a good time over drinks and food or doing whatever we were going to be doing. And it was just a really nice time. I will say the weather was, oh my God, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Of all my years of living in San Francisco, it never gets into like the 70s in February. I'd say typically it's like high 50s, low 60s at most. So for the weather to be that gorgeous, of course, during the one week that I decided to go to, oh my God, chef's kiss. It was such a great week and I came back feeling really refreshed and I think that did a lot actually for my mental health was just going back to San Francisco, seeing all of my friends, being back in my element and that was definitely something that I needed for myself and that was honestly not... A spontaneous trip but a trip that I planned maybe just two weeks in advance like literally two weeks before my trip started I said okay I have some money I'm gonna book a ticket and an Airbnb to San Francisco I'm doing it it's happening I'm gonna fly on a Saturday so I don't have to take off work I'm still gonna work while I'm there and I'll get back on a Saturday and it's all gonna be good and it was <laughs> yeah so it was just a really nice time and then all of last week was just basically just me grinding and hustling at work. I currently have two offers out right now. I'm a little bit nervous of those two offers, I'm not going to lie. I'm really hoping that I can close an offer this month. I do think March will be a better month for me in terms of hiring because I have a lot of candidates who are further along in the process, but they're not going to be closed until like the first or second week of March. So what I want to happen is to get all of those taken care of before I go out of town for my friend's bachelorette weekend and then the company retreat is the following week. So literally once my friend's bachelorette weekend is over, then I have to immediately hop on a plane from North Carolina to Texas (laughs) to go to my company's retreat. So I'm gonna be gone for like a whole nother week, and that's gonna be just exhausting like two back to back trips. I kid you not. I'm not, I'm not, I don't even wanna think about how tired I'm gonna be. So basically, my goal is to close all of as many candidates out before this trip and just be a little bit more hopeful that like I'm gonna come back stronger than ever with all this hiring. So I'm staying positive. I'm nervous, definitely a little anxious, but. I am trying to stay positive and realize like you know we've we've done the best that we can and I've done the best that I've can in terms of trying to close my candidates. My hiring managers that I've worked with have done the best that they can so I just leave it up to the universe and the candidate at this point. So that's basically what's been going on with me as a person outside of a podcast taking a break living life still trying to get my shit together. I'm very excited for the rest of this season and i have so many more guests that i just need to email and obviously like if there is somebody that you want me to have on this show please email me and obviously be realistic like i probably would not be able to get somebody with like a follower count of over at least like maybe let's say eight hundred thousand followers but If you know of somebody who you think would fit my brand on my podcast, please email me or DM me on my Instagram account because I'm always open to taking suggestions. And I really want you to be happy listening to this podcast. This podcast is for you. It's not for me. And I am here to listen to you and hear your feedback and give you what you want, right? So With that being said, I think this would be a really great way to wrap up the first episode of season two. So guys, I am so excited to be back. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to share any kind of experience or something you're unapologetic for, make sure you email the podcast at shamelesslyunapologeticpodcast at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram at shamelesslyunapologetic because it is about to get a makeover and I can't wait for you to see it. So with that, I will see you next week with another soul episode. Bye.